Conjunctible Gaming. Choose your character. Musket Shot. Mr. K. Let the review begin. Hello and welcome to Indestructible Gaming and More. I'm Musket Shot. Alongside me is Mr. K. Mr. K, hello. Uh, hello. Hello. So this week we played a game called Kona, which is on Xbox Game Pass. And so we'll be doing a review of that. So let's get started. Yes. Um, so Kona is published by Raven's Court and developed by Parable. It was released in 2017. It's a one-player first-person game. It's rated T for blood, sexual themes, use of alcohol, use of tobacco, and violence. The character, main character does smoke uh, cigarettes in it. We'll get into that a little bit. Uh, it's on Windows PC, Xbox One, and PlayStation 4. Like I said, we're pl- we played it on Xbox One on Game Pass. Yep, yep, yep. Let's get into the story a little bit. This story takes place in 1970 northern Canada, pretty much in the Quebec area, to be accurate you play the as detective carl faubert f-a-u-b-e-r-t you've been contacted by a rich industrialist mr hamilton who owns a hunting manor up there in the northern canada area and he's reported several cases of vandalism against his property and so he doesn't have anyone to turn to so he reaches out reaches out to you detective carl faubert to uh, help him out with these vandalism cases and in the process of going to visit mr hamilton it seems like a nice sunny day all of a sudden you get caught in an unexpected snowstorm in the game you have to try to solve the story which changes shortly after you get caught in the snowstorm and try to understand what's going on with these vandalism cases there's other things happening with the characters but also some mysterious otherworldly events going on around you as well. Interesting storyline. I don't want to give away too much of the story because I don't want to ruin it for you if you're interested in playing this game. Yeah, it's um, a very story-focused narrative. It's a very story-focused game, and I don't want to give away too much of the plot and stuff like that. So that kind of gives you just a uh, general uh, idea of the story. So your main character, obviously, is Detective Faubert. Carl Faubert. Carl <laughs> so he's really the main only character in the, in the game. You're really kind of just doing everything on your own. You do run into other people occasionally, but for the most part, it's pretty much just you alone. Anything about Carl that you want to you want to talk about other than that you don't really get to see much of Carl? <laughs> well, uh, legs and arms and hands, and I he's mean, a smoker. <laughs> well, he's a drinker. No, he's a drinker too. That's right. So yeah, it's a night. I mean, 1970. I mean. We were smoking and cigarettes and stuff like that was kind of the norm for a lot of stuff. So you know, they, they, you know, detective stuff. You know, right? You know typical detective stuff. So yeah, yeah. So the you know the, the developers put this in. Nothing real new if you've if you're familiar with a lot of those uh, detective movies back from the you know 50s, 60s, 70s, and that type of stuff. That's just kind of their thing. So gameplay. Let's get into that. So there's a narrator for this game, and he's kind of monotone. And at first, I. I couldn't get into it. The, his voice was so monotone, and it, it just reminded me of listening to an audiobook. But as the game goes on, I got used to it. It, it wasn't so bad after a while. What did you think of the narrator's voice? I, I liked it. Like you said, it was like monotone because the the way the the world was shown off, mm-hmm. it just fit the atmosphere. Yeah, if you've played any of these detective mystery games, you'll 
see that it's pretty much like a lot of the other ones. You, you know, you're going to click on items and the narrator is going to tell you what you're looking at, or it's going to tell you a little bit of a story or explain it, whatever. Sometimes the description appears on the wall, which is a little bit different than what I've seen in other games. It's different. Uh, I like it though. Yeah. Cause sometimes I, you know, I'd click on, click on the item. And then I was like, okay, where is he? He's not talking. And then I'd look around and like, Oh, it's, uh, it's written on the wall. Okay. So was, that was kind of different. There's a white dot that's on those items that you can either collect or click on to learn more about the item. But the white dot is, is so small, it's easy to miss. And I'm not sure why they selected a white dot because especially when everything outside is covered in snow, <laughs> um, <laughs> doesn't make sense. <laughs> I mean, there's not that much to click on in the snow that's white, but I mean, it's still it's just, it's really tough. And then sometimes... You don't know, you think a dot is there, so you go to click on it, but it's the light reflecting off of something like, uh, like I'll just say this, for in there's a point where you're in a general store and there's a broken glass on the floor and it looks like there's a dot on the broken glass. So I go over to click on it and I'm like, oh, that's not it. It's just a reflection from the light above. And it's so it's those types of things that kind of made it a little bit more tricky and a little bit more difficult. The dots, like I said, it's really small. And I kind of wish they had made it a little bit bigger or, or used something different. What do you think about that part of that? I don't know. I don't know how I would describe it. Yeah, I mean, it's... It could have been worse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it could have been. You have a truck that you drive in. It's a Chevy truck. Um, again, this is 1970s, so it's an old truck. It does have a radio in it. It does play music, which we'll get into, and you can play. You can turn the radio on or off and stuff like that. This truck goes. It has one of the, the uh, triggers will you know move you forward. The other one will uh, the trigger will move you in reverse. And unless I miss something, there's no brakes on this truck. So did I miss that, or did you find brakes in this truck? I thought you pressed LT like you normally would. Well, yeah, you oh, do no LT to, to put it in reverse to sort of stop, but there wasn't like any like typical like brake button. So I don't know. Uh, to me, there I didn't. I would stop myself by just throwing the damn thing into reverse. So that's how I stopped myself. So although sometimes I threw myself into reverse too far and I ended up going back a lot further than I wanted to. So so that was kind of weird. The driving fast on snow was kind of tough. That was a little weird too. You didn't have to hold the button down to to move forward you could just get it going and and the truck would sometimes just kind of speed up on its own without me even touching the button so which you know it's not always that great if you're on snow and you're trying to keep an eye on things along the side of the road like driveways mailboxes that types of stuff a little little difficult to drive on the road if you've driven for real on snow yeah it has sort of sort of a that same feel to it, the same type of elements that you got to deal with. Cold weather and the snow really affect your character, which was I thought pretty unique and different than in in a lot of games. Your character, if he's out in the if he's out in the cold weather, he has a a, a little symbol for heat, and it will start to decrease the colder he gets. And there's a symbol for his uh, I guess for his brain as well. It's his mental so, state. Yeah. So his, the colder he gets, the less, I guess, basically the, the harder it is for him to concentrate. Things start to go fuzzy on him. Things start to get blurry. He also loses a lot of stamina. He loses a lot of stamina. He 
if you let him go, he's going to pass out. So the only way to really keep him from doing that is to basically, obviously, keep him warm. So there's certain areas where you can start fires, uh, either inside a building or or outside a building. They have little like uh, like a fire pit type of thing, and that's where you can kind of rejuvenate yourself and get yourself back to um, a normal state. And this is also one of the places where you can a lot of times save the game, um, which is which is pretty pretty good as well. Uh, the only problem is is that sometimes they're not that close to where you are, and if you're kind of in an area where you're dealing with a lot of cold weather and stuff like that, and you've got a long way to go, you might find yourself into find yourself in some trouble. So it's a little tricky. You have to play the game pretty smartly. Sometimes you got to run over to the to the fire, kind of make sure you're all set, ready to go before you go doing some uh, some wandering around. Saving the game was kind of tricky. Like I said, I mean, the the saving it at the fire pits, fine. The auto-saves, it auto-saves often. Does it? Like I haven't even noticed. Yeah. I've just been lighting every fire I see. <laughs> it auto, I, I noticed that it auto-saved often. But if you assume that the auto-save is going to bring you back to exactly where you just were, I didn't get that in the game i every time i if something happened and i passed out or whatever it didn't bring me back to exactly where i last auto saved it brought me back to the last checkpoint which was where i might have been at a at a fire pit the first couple times that happens to you you're kind of like oh oh man hold that's that's a bummer so (laughs) i didn't really like that auto save was a little tricky to to say the least i thought to just assume that you'd return back to where you were. And sometimes the checkpoint where you were might be a little bit further away and you have to kind of look for things again. So that was something I I didn't really like that much. Um, Inventory items. There's inventory items, there's documents, there's consumables and equipment. And there's like different like storage things you have to go into, which I thought would have been better if they had moved it all into like one just inventory thing and then you just tab over. Yeah, which, that probably would have been better. You know, because it, it, I found that it was like, okay, which one is it in? Oh, it's not that one. It's not consumables. It's equipment. Oh, it's not equipment. It's inventory. Oh, it's in that one. Okay. And it was kind of a kind of like one of those things where it was just like, you know, you spent time looking. Is it equipment also part of inventory? Because you also have it on you? Yeah, and I would think so. And I mean, let's face it, we, we've played enough games where your character is picking stuff up. They're picking up chairs. They're picking up this. They're picking up that. And it's like, okay, they're just shoving it in their pocket. You know? <laughs> it's like, so Come on, you ever see a detective hold three logs at once? Yeah. You know, you, I mean, that's this with everything is, else, you know, flashlight, you know, axe, yeah. you know, everything all in one. You ever seen that? Yeah. I've seen yeah. that all the time on the show. Shoving it in his pocket, you know, deep. No, oh, I see this nice foldable chair, you know, put that in. Yeah. Grab a nice, oh, a nice car battery. Oh, I need that. Oh, put that in the pocket. <laughs> So that was kind of weird. I, I, like I said, I wish they had just had like one category. You just go in it and then tab over to whatever you you needed. They do. You can throw stuff into the back of your truck to use it as a storage. It won't show in those categories. So if you wanted something that was in the truck, you had to go back to the truck. So um, I had Maybe. to make sure. I had to make sure I didn't throw too many things in the back of the truck, other than logs and stuff like that. Hey, maybe he's putting the stuff in each individual pocket. Maybe he's wearing a coat that has like a bunch of them. Mm, he could. He could have like about 30, 40 pockets or you know, something. One, like that. one side of them will have like the three logs, and the other side will have like a flashlight. <laughs> and the, yeah. You know? I think that's how yeah. it probably work. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he has like one of those jackets with a thousand of pockets on the outside and in the inside. He's all ready. Right. Yeah. 
one more thing about the gameplay that I thought was weird, and I and I thought it was maybe my internet connection, but at random times there'd be this weird the game would freeze and then there'd be this like weird circle of death that would just spin around and it would last for like anywhere from 15 to 30 seconds. And like I said, it would just freeze the game and it'd be like at the most inopportune times too. Sometimes it'd be well, like when I'm driving or, or running from something or doing something. And, and I thought, uh, all right, maybe it's just my internet connection, whatever I'll have to deal with it. But then when I looked it up to see, you know, cause I looked up, um, another site to see if I could find a hint on another area. And I was watching this video and it was happening to them as well. So I was like, why is that happening in the game? I don't know if that's done on purpose, but it's, but I thought that was real annoying. Did yeah, that happen to you? Yeah, it was really annoying. I wish it didn't happen, but yeah, I'm not sure what the how the game was. It's yeah. I don't know if it was just a glitch in the game or what the deal is, but I, that, yeah, that kind of drove me crazy. I mean, you know, it'd be one thing if it wasn't for so long, but sometimes it was It usually like, happens when you go into another section of an area. Yeah. And sometimes, it, like I said, it would be, you know, anywhere from 15 to 30 seconds. And I was like, oh my goodness, what is going on with this thing? Um, so that's my take on a lot of the uh, gameplay. Any any other comments on the gameplay that you want to add? No, 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 that's it. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much. I mean, if you've played a lot of these detective mystery type games they're they're very similar as far as what you're doing and stuff like that it's it's always about searching for things and clicking on things and sometimes you're clicking on things that don't mean anything to the game at all sometimes they do sometimes they add to the story sometimes they don't there's a lot of that clicking on things by accident you gotta hear the whole thing over again (laughs) Uh, you know those those types of things um let's go into graphics uh, mm. I thought the graphics were good. They were. The I liked storm. it a lot. Yeah, the snowstorm, I think, was very believable. Uh, at one point, I was running in the woods in the snow and stuff like that. And always a good always a good thing to do. Yeah, and then uh, you can hear the sound of the snow under your feet. You, you look back, and you can see all your footsteps and stuff like that. In the snow, it's it, in, if you're running in the snow and in the woods or just some areas, you can get really um, confused as to where you're going, which would be very believable if they, if it happened to you you only really see like the character's legs feet and arms so you don't really get to see much of him but um i thought the graphics were really good as far as like trees and brush and everything and other things that part i liked a lot it looked really good yeah so for music well if you like a lot of french canadian music then this is the game for you I found myself like shutting the radio or the record players off as quickly as possible. Whether, 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 <laughs> Why, do you not like the I do not like the French Canadian uh, music? I mean, I don't know. It's it was it was a hit. And, it was a hit or miss for me. It yeah, really, yeah. It was like a fifty-fifty chance I'll leave it on or just turn it off. Yeah, I mean, I mean, if it was just music alone, it wasn't that bad. I kind of was like, okay. If it didn't take so long for me to look at my radio and turn it off, then yeah, I'd probably yeah. turn it off a lot more. Like there's no game, offense to you, French Canadians. Right. There's game music in the game that sets the mood, which is really good. Yes. But when you're in, like, you go you go into a house and you turn on the radio or something like that, and it's like this French Canadian music. Or I think they did that not. I think they did that not only to set the ambience of of where you are. You know, you're in the French Canadian area. Right. But I think it's also because when you when you do hear the radio, you're usually in an area where you're you're fine trying to figure out what's wrong mm-hmm. i think it's supposed to set that kind of creepiness tone yeah but not too creepy to scare you off but just creepy to make you investigate further right 
like I said, you know, walking into a house where it's it's just playing is kind of it's kind of creepy and stuff like that. So you know, especially if there's nobody there, it's like, whoa, that's kind of weird. But I thought the rest of the music in the game was good as far as like mm. when you're searching and looking around for stuff. I thought it was, I thought that it set the mood pretty well. This this review is really more about the the uh, gameplay and some of the elements in the game. Like I said, it's a little bit different than some some games where you really do have to watch your character's health when dealing with the snow and the um the in the in the weather. It's it's a little bit different than what I was used to in some of those types of mystery detective games. So it, it was a challenge the first the first time uh, I played it, but um, after after you start playing it, you start to get used to what you need to do and how you need to prepare yourself. Yeah, you know, the gameplay that was kind of interesting. So, so what is your uh, so what is your overall impression? My overall impression, since we're talking about a French Canadian game, yeah. Um, so <laughs> I thought it was interesting. I like dealing with the elements and, like I said, the search dot, the save load feature, inventory equipment storage. I thought it could have been better. I got through half of the game. I'm going to try to finish it, but for me, it, it when I finish it, it's a one and done game. I'm not a big yeah i'm not a big you know like i'm gonna go back and play this detective game there's there's no point value in this game so there's there's nothing like you can say well next time i'll try this and better my score there's nothing like that i mean and there's there's plenty of achievements to find but i'm not sure if like that would draw me back to saying oh you know i didn't Mm -hmm. get all the achievements i want to make sure i get all the achievements so i don't think there's any of that for me, I think it's a, a one and done type of thing, and you know, on a scale from one to ten, I I would give it a five out of ten. I feel like this game is going to lead into something bigger or something like that along those lines. Mm-hmm. Is the way it ended? I'm not going to well, say how, but yeah, you got to play it to find out. Overall, and, and, and supposedly there's is supposedly this is like the first of I guess possibly more coming out. I I saw that a number of times that this was just the first episode that there mm. might be some other stories along with this one. So, yeah. But uh, overall though, I think I would probably give it six and a half. Mm-hmm. It was fun. It was, it was a detective game, but the fact that it was a detective game kind of set it back a little bit. Yeah. With the, like, like you said, the one and done kind of deal. Yeah. And the achievements after you're done with it, that's pretty much it. Unless you really want to come back to it years upon years later. Yeah. Right. It's not a bad game. It just it's kind of lacking, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. What it does have, it's pretty good. Yeah, the the other worldly stuff that goes on in the game is kind of interesting. I will say this: it deals a little bit with the uh, Cree uh, Indian nation and stuff like that. So there's mm. um, kind of mystical type stuff in it, which is which is pretty cool. It's interesting because you get to learn yeah. folklore. Yeah, yeah. So that's pretty neat too. Like, yeah, it's a it's a interesting game. Again, if you're if you're into these types of detective games, it's definitely worth trying out if you have Game Pass. But for me, you know, like I said, there's no reason for me to run back to this game after I after I finish it to uh, try it again. So, mm. um, which is which is fine. I think a lot of those games are like that. So, so not a big deal. Would you want to reveal the next game, or do you want me to reveal it? Well, why don't you reveal the next game since I've done a, done a lot of talking today? All right. Well, I'm not going to say much about it. Well, the game's Jazz Punk. I've been looking forward to this game for a while. I've been wanting it. Yeah. But Jazz Punk is a really interesting game, and I honestly think you're going to like it a lot. Yeah. Based on what I saw on the trailer from on Steam, that's where we're downloading it from. Um, yeah, the, the trailer looked kind of interesting and uh, definitely looks very 
strange and mm. quirky. So that's should the be, fun of it, though. Yeah, it should be pretty fun to play. And that'll be our next week's review. Yep, exactly. I'm excited. So one other update we'll give is that uh, we now we've set up our uh, our email. So if you do want to contact us, you can contact us at indestructible, all one word, indestructiblegaming at gmail.com. And you can drop us a line. You can either you can either tell us about some games that you've played that you think we should try or let us know of what you think of some of the games we've played. Maybe give us your take on it. Mm-hmm. And uh, we could have to mention you on one of our podcasts. Yep, yep, yep. All right. So anything else you want to add to this game this week, Mr. K? Nope, not at all. That is all. I think that's a wrap. Okay. All right. Well, thank you for joining us, everyone. This is Indestructible. Yeah, we look forward to having you join us next week. So we will talk to you soon. All right. Peace. Thank you. Bye. Hey, it's Mr. K here. I just want to let you know that you can follow us and like us on Facebook and Twitter. By the way, you can also download this podcast on Spotify, iTunes, and TuneIn Radio. All right, folks. Have an awesome day. See ya.